Welcome to Will Podcast for Laughs. On this episode, we talk about the top 10 most bizarre survey finds, and we ask the question, if a human and a robot get it on, is that where iPhones come from? It's all today on Will Podcast for Laughs. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantabulous episode of Will Podcast for Laughs with your host, V, not Ian, and Taylor. Thank you. I, I I tried my best. My parents, when when I popped out, they were like, "He looks like a naughty Yeah, and also a Taylor. And also a Taylor. Also yeah. So today is Top Ten Tuesday. We are gonna try and get into more surveys uh, for you guys to kind of give you like the most updated information that's going on. We think that would be kind of fun. But to start that off, we did just kind of a random search. We're looking for some information, and we found the top. 10 most bizarre survey finds. Now this is from a while ago, this is from a few years ago, but we still thought it'd be kind of fun to go through these because they're kind of crazy and unbelievable. So the first one is that one in 10 people think HTML is a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> so- This is a good question. <laughs> it says the webpage you're reading has an HTML uh, standard. Okay, no, that is not important. 11% of people who were surveyed believe that HTML is a sexually transmitted disease. The um, survey was conducted online through vouchercloud.net, and it was to determine how knowledgeable users are about different sort of terms. So besides HTML, 27% of people thought gigabyte was um, an insect commonly found in South Africa. <laughs> and 23% thought that MP3 was a Star Wars robot. Aww. And 18% thought Blu-ray was a marine animal. So America's a dumbass. America's <laughs> very dumb. Now, granted, these surveys could be anywhere from like 12-year-olds to 99-year-olds because everybody has access to uh, it. I refuse to believe that any 12-year-old doesn't know what an <laughs> MP3, a Blu-ray, an HTML. And this these, all is... these kids, these kids do some stuff that blow my mind. That's crazy, though. And I they mean, do it all while, while flossing their teeth. Now, if you're <laughs> welcome, if you're to out there, you're like, wait, what is HTML? Don't worry. on today's game show episode. We play a we game from V's childhood, Balderdash. Do your research. Can you guess the true HTML, definition? This online game version work. It's all today. Today website, on Will Podcast the, for Laughs. What makes up? It stands for Hypertext. Welcome to Will Podcast for Laughs. Which we totally knew. It did not on just Google. Episode, we got <laughs> no, a little more serious. And that's just Taylor has V play a game of sorts that will. Well, he doesn't want to tell you either. You'll just have to play along and discover the history of what happened in today's episode of Will Podcast for Laughs. He did know that off his head, by the way. He's not Welcome to Will Podcast for Laughs. On this episode, V gets to interview a whole panel of special guests for this week's Guest Friday. If there were any questions you wish V asked, let us know. We'll try to ask them of our panel in the future. It's all today on Will Podcast for Laughs. Balderdash, Balderdash, maybe we should play that for our game tomorrow. Sure. Balderdash is a game where you have standard words and then you have to create your own definitions and you want to try and get the people, they're obscure words. They're not just like box. They're words like you never hear in the English language really. But you make up your own definition and you try to get people to guess them. It's a really fun game, Balderdash. Okay, on to number two. <laughs> number two. Number two. One in four Americans, thank God, helps decide the outcome of football games. 
So, let's see the stats. 27 Americans believe that God actually plays a role in determining which team wins a sporting event. This survey was done in, back in 2013, so it's a little bit older, by the Public Religion Research Institute. Um, it was a random telephone in, interviews of over 1,033 subjects. So this one's a little different because it can't just be kids. These are actually like adults that are saying this, which, I mean, kids wouldn't really fall into this category. It says more than half of those surveyed also believe that God rewards athletes who have faith in him. And then it says perhaps we should ban prayer before games if it's a performance enhancer. That's the author's opinion. But this is interesting to me because I actually have a story to this. First of all, do you... Do you think that God has a role in like these sort of like tinier things like this, like games and and stuff like that? Do you think He really is up there ca- calculating and, and caring about? I am not a good person to ask. Well, just it's like a you know it doesn't have, I, to, have I, to stem I, with. I personally think it's hilarious every time because I I I, I uh, I'm not so much a fan anymore because they ruined it, but I, I'm a mm-hmm. big NASCAR fan and as a child, and I would love where it was just like I felt God there. Uh-huh. Hold, hold that stairway with me. Uh, he took, he brought me to the win. I, I thank God for this victory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I they did a reel a while ago of uh, I can't remember what award show, but a reel of like, do they do people think it was an MTV awards because it was do people think God or MTV more? And they did like a, a reel of everyone going, I want to thank God, and I'd like to thank MTV, and I'd like to thank God, and I'd like to thank MTV. But, okay, so I find this interesting because back in the D's day, so after I got back on my mission trip, I was all about trying to get people to get to church uh, because I am a believer. And so uh, it was football season, and I was trying to convince, I was trying to convince um, one of the guys, one of my guy friends to, to go to church. And he was like, I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm not going. I said, okay, listen, if, I, if his team specifically, I was like, if your team wins six games in a row, you're going to go with me to church. And he was like, okay, like whatever. He didn't even think twice about it. And he was like, why does that matter? And like, because that way you know that God is real. I'm going to put out in the universe. I'm going to pray on it. And we're going to see if it actually happens. If it happens, you have to go with me. Do you agree? And he was like, sure, whatever. So he did. So every like Sunday when we were watching football, I'd say my little prayer or whatever. And then like win two, lose one, win one, lose one. But then they started winning and they went one, two, three, four we're at five wins and so it was like the that next sunday was going to be the sixth game and i'm sitting there and i'm doing my little prayer and he's kind of like looking at me like okay this is kind of weird now and then they ended up winning the sixth game in the row and i was, and like, so, and I was like and he ended up losing destroyed my faith and in humanity God's not real <laughs> <laughs> um and so he ended up going to church with me he ended up going to church with me. he won me one time but so i think that's just an interesting sidebar to that one yeah okay a couple things on that uh i have you ever seen angels in the outfield yes okay oh, so the way odell beckham jr can grab that football one-handed yeah. backwards flying okay that's that's proof right there <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. And interesting enough, it'll be one in four uh, because this is a Pew uh, Research mm-hmm. uh, survey here. Um, the sample size was only 35,071 people. So obviously not the representation of the United States. Uh, but they, they, uh, this, the survey of Americans found that uh, 63% of them believe in God absolutely certain. Awesome. Uh, so that's interesting, though, that it would reduce to 25%. Yeah. When it becomes like, oh, having for a sports. hand in it. Well, in that's a, because I think being a Christian, and I can't speak for all Christians, but we, you, you start to learn, you start to believe that like God, it's not that he doesn't care about like tinier things, but he's not up there like 
it's not a chess game where he's like, okay, and today, let's see, Taylor's going to get stuck in traffic. And, oh, we're going to make sure that Stacy gets a raise. And, oh, we're going to make sure that the Giants win. Like, he's not doing that. And I think that's why the numbers drop because those of us that do believe in God don't necessarily think he's up there, you know, directing it like a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so number three, 51% of people think stormy weather affects, in quotations, cloud computing. So let's explain this because I was a little confused when I first read this is oh. too. Okay, so it says, are you keeping your files up in the cloud? If so, stormy weather might affect them. Or at least that's what 51% of Americans believe. So cloud computing is a term used to describe a network of servers or computers that work together to allow data storage. Um, This 2012 survey that was conducted by Wakefield Research, over 1,000 American adults found that most of them remain foggy about what the cloud really is and how it works. Another 95% don't think they'll ever use cloud computing, even though... They're already doing a lot of in the cloud without checking the weather report. So basically, this is people who think that the actual weather has something to do with your cloud storage. <laughs> I think if anything, this goes back to a lot of the older older generation were like dish. Yeah. Like if the weather was bad, and you had dish. Yeah, that's true. You were screwed. It does. It does. Weather uh, does affect satellite. Yeah. Besides that, no. There's not giant servers in the sky. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one's, yeah, okay. Moving on, number four. One in four Americans think that the sun goes around the earth. And we talked about this off air, but I was like, wait, the earth goes around the sun, right? (laughs) So I had to to stop and and second guess myself. It says, does the earth go around the sun or does the sun go around the earth? It sounds like an elementary school science test question, but in this 2012 survey, 2,200 people in the United States found that 26% people answered incorrectly. So in the same survey, just over half under, um, just over half understood that antibiotics are not effective against viruses. As alarming as those uh, defects in science, oh wait, that's not important. Um, mm, it says Americans actually fared better on several of the questions than similar but older surveys of their Chinese and European counterparts. Oh, so we're not smarter than the Chinese and the Europeans. Awesome. So this is talking about, obviously, the sun and the earth. And, okay, this, this what I think of is the earth is flat theory. Mm-hmm. The earth is flat believers that think that the earth is still flat and there's a wall and that whole thing. And I did think people still believed that, but... It's a, it's a movement. People think this is the, the thing, that the earth is just a flat space. And now there's people out there that think that the sun goes around the earth and the sun does not go around the earth. The earth goes around the sun. <laughs> we move very slowly around the sun. Okay, number five. One in, oh, one in five Brits would have sex with a robot. You should see this picture of a robot, guys. She's very, uh, she's very, um, <laughs> That's, that is very disturbing. Yeah, she's very, uh, come hither. It says, forget about Terminator movies and war against machines. Some people would rather get nasty with them instead. This is a 2014 survey of over 2,000 people in the UK that found one in five Brits would be willing to have sex with robots. The survey made by the Middlesex University also found that 46% of participants felt that technology was processing too quickly. And 33% believe robots will one day replace soldiers, cops, and teachers. I agree with that. You think so? Yes. The last one, the whole thing about uh, military, police, 
features. Yeah. yeah. It'll all be robots here soon. But I... 46% think that it's going too quickly. Do you think that technology is going up too quickly? Like, do you think we're, we're progressing too fast? I think technology is progressing faster than humanity is ready for. I, yeah, I agree with that. I think that we kind of push for the next best thing. Yeah. And maybe people are, I don't know, I'm not a tech person, but I, I'm curious if behind the scenes they're just kind of pushing stuff out without really testing it fully or, you know. Like, how did it take us, what, 15 years, 10 to 15, 20 years to perfect a computer? And now we've got, like, new technology every couple months. Like, I don't understand how all of a sudden it changed so quickly, you know? Yeah, humanity in the last 40 years went from zero connectivity right basically electronically yes there was computers before the 80s i know but the macs yeah those mac apple ones apple yeah apple <laughs> those yeah no that was that was basically just 40 years ago right and so that's that is way fast when you think of how long humanity's been on the planet 40 years is very brief amount of time. It really is. It really is. And especially because right right now, I mean, it's being exploited left and right in the cloud. I do not trust the cloud. The cloud. <laughs> well, whatsoever. you know, the cloud not... is the cloud is really a it's really a sketchy with that weather. You know. Yeah, you I, can't, I, can't, I don't trust that. You can't trust the cloud if it's rainy out. Now, I will. I, I do have a question though. Sure. Um, if a human. Yeah. Has it with a robot? Yeah. Is that where iPhones come from? No. No, that's not where iPhones come from. Because iPhones keep getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so I feel like iPhones are just growing up. <laughs> so we're just watching it happen. No. Like they, start, they started off as little baby nanos. No. I think, honestly... They and they developed <laughs> from a nano to what they are today. Yeah, now we got tablets. Ooh, that's like yeah, the see? teenagers. Well, yeah, the, the iPad's a teenager, yeah. Yeah, the iPad's definitely... Because it, it makes sense. My iPad constantly just decides not to work, so... And a Mac, teenager. A MacBook Air is like, is like a 20-something. Yep. A MacBook is like a... Yeah. 30 something and then you got and like then, the actual desktop computers yeah the which towers are like those are 40 those those things they've, they've, they've seen they've got some experience yeah. they got more inside you're, them you're on to something taylor yeah. i don't want to argue with you all right and this is now we're on number six we got four more to go here um 40 of people would save their dog over a foreign tourist i would no oh, sorry so. to, sorry to the foreign tourist but my dog it's part of my family. So the way, they, the way they set this up was they said, imagine that a high-speed bus is barreling towards your precious puppy and a foreign tourist. You can only save one. Which do you choose? It said 40% of people who face this question would save their dog's life. What if, what if I'm Quicksilver? What do you mean? No, no, there's no what ifs. Oh, damn. No. And this was also done by, uh, it's according to uh, Georgia... Regents University and Cape Fear Community College it said the number got higher in women at about 45% that would save their dog over Her the little choo choo. Yeah, I know. Well, well, and that's interesting because right before we aired, guys, we asked Devin because, you know, obviously Devin's got Chewy oh, and sorry, he struggled with it. <laughs> he really did. He was like, uh, well, hold on. Wait, uh, can I do both? Because uh, uh. I think in our brain we think, oh, yeah, no, I would definitely save my pet. But if you're standing there and you're watching a human being like that would be uh, don't ask me i would I, I couldn't do it i couldn't let anybody get hurt okay number seven american churchgoers are more likely to oh, this one oh, this one bothers me churchgoers are more likely to support torture than those unaffiliated 
Okay, so let's let's explain this a little bit before everyone goes like, what? It says, the more often Americans go to church, the more likely they are to support the torture of suspected terrorists. According to a 20, uh, 2009 survey by the Pew Research Center of 742 adults, 54% of people who attend services at least once a week said the use of torture against suspected terrorists is often or sometimes justified. Hmm. It says people unaffiliated with religious organization were least likely to back it. Only four out of ten supported it. So I guess this is under the context of terrorism, which we all know terrorists are not the best people. And I'm curious how they phrase this question to them because in the Bible it does talk about eye for an eye. It does talk about justice. But... That's also something that you're supposed to leave up to God. You're not supposed to sit here and take it upon your own hands. So I'm curious how they phrase it to them. Well, the torture in this case is not torturing them for what they did. The torture is to get like information from them. Uh, and that make I guess it makes sense. But at the same time, then it also in the Bible it talks about how you're supposed to respect my, mankind and we're not supposed to harm our brothers and sisters no matter, you know, turn the other cheek mentality. Mm -hmm. So it's a very interesting concept that some, and, and by the way, to say someone's a churchgoer doesn't necessarily mean that they're this strong believer. It's like the person that goes to the gym every once in a while. Are they really living the healthy lifestyle, you know, yeah. or are they just gym goers? So yeah, it's, it's one of those where I'd be curious about the actual belief system of the people. Cause what we, or I shouldn't say we, but what I have learned as a Christian is that you love God, you love others. It's that simple. And that doesn't think, I don't think torture's in there, but. Yeah, you? unfortunately, I, again, I am. Do you think torture's okay? Not like, aside from the religion part, do you, like, do you think torturing tourists is, or tourists? <laughs> do you think torturing tourists is okay? I lost my fee for you. You better fucking talk. <laughs> Torturing a terrorist is something that, you know, should be done? Or are you strongly against it? Or I am very much a peace over war kind of person. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Like, I I personally do not like torture. No. Cause just I because I... Like, I can't do torture. I... Yeah. Like, even... This, 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 is how, uh, this is how weak I am facing on the subject. Mm -hmm. Roaches, yeah. I'll save them and throw them outside. Oh, you're so sweet. I crush them. <laughs> I have to because I'm afraid. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'm with you there. Oh, good guy, Taylor. Okay, we got three more here. Average Americans think that they're smarter than the average American. Of course they do. Well, I mean, I'm smarter <laughs> than a fifth grader, so that's doing better than most. That just Americans. means that we think Americans are stupid, unless you're like a super intelligent person. Have you ever watched Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> very true so 55 percent of americans think that they are smarter than the average american and this is according to a 2014 survey by YouGov. um it says humbly 34 percent of citizens said that they are about as smart as everyone else and a dispirited four say that they're less intelligent than most people <laughs> that's so funny it says unsurprisingly white men are more likely than women hispanic and african americans to say that they are much more intelligent interesting number nine more americans oppose obamacare than affordable care act but they are the same which goes back to number eight <laughs> the average american is not smarter than the average american i want to know the statistic on this okay some people call it obamacare some call it the affordable care act but a cnbc survey in 2013 
found that 46% of Americans opposed the health care law when calling it Obamacare, while only 37% oppose it when calling it the Affordable Care Act. We can only conclude that everybody wants something affordable, but not everybody likes that Obama is behind it. Which makes sense, because I do think Obamacare has that, they're like, oh, it's Obama. Like that whole thanks Obama thing that happened. <laughs> and Affordable Care Act, they're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. So again, research, guys, you gotta do your research, find out what you're doing. Okay, and then the last one I'm gonna throw at you, which is ironic, number 10, surveys found that the most that most Americans don't trust survey results. So yes, if you're sitting out I there, <laughs> if you're sitting out there right now going, yeah, yeah, whatever, guys, whatever. Well, you're not alone. It says, are all these surveys biased anyway? According to a new poll from the Data Investment Management Organization, Cantar, 75% of Americans believe that most polls you hear about are biased towards a particular point of view, while only 19% think that they're unbiased. The Cantar survey was conducted in 2013 with a 1,011 random American adult by landline and cell phone, or perhaps it wasn't all that random. Ooh. I, th I don't know. I trust surveys because you ever get those phone calls where they're like, Hi, Vanessa, or hi, Taylor. This is so-and-so from the blah, blah, blah. We just have a few minutes of your time. We've got a quick survey. You never get those calls? No. <laughs> I'm on a do not call list. I get those calls. I'm on a do not call list as well, but I get them occasionally. And if I have the time to sit down and do a survey, I definitely will. But maybe I'm just part of the, you know. Yeah, I unless it comes from me. I trust Pew. Pew Research. Okay. I trust. I trust Statista. Yeah. I trust them. Everybody else, no. Well, I do not trust anybody else because they could skew. I there was a lot of people that had uh, the, uh, the, these different surveys about this, that, and the other. And it's like, hey, you have to have a good size survey base, a good representative base. And like, let's say you're going to talk to somebody about NASCAR. Just mm -hmm. uh, not many people. We we can't be controversial on NASCAR. <laughs> so like NASCAR, like okay, do you watch NASCAR? And if they ask primarily just southern white people then yes that's that number is going to be way high then yes i watch nascar so they'd be like wow nascar is the most watched thing because they're not yeah. gonna, but if they diversify it with throwing in some latin women and men and right. african americans and native indians and all this and just getting a whole uh, slew of of people in this survey then you'll you'll notice that the number starts to go down because right. the primary audience is yeah. southern white working class and uh, individuals and so that's why if anything i do not trust surveys from anybody else other than statista or pew just because i don't know the base they could say they interviewed with 1011 people but who were those 1011 people yeah were they were they people who were professors because you right. know what all right yeah i wouldn't trust that either yeah that's true that's what i'm saying I, like earlier with the with the to torture like who, what churchgoers are you interviewing? But so I, I thought that, that was funny. I think there's some some good random surveys in there. I enjoy reading a survey because I like like Americans think they're smarter than most Americans. That's funny. So <laughs> it's guys, hilarious. <laughs> Only four percent are like, yeah, I'm not this smart. I'm a genie. I don't think so. I do. I think everyone's smarter than me. Yeah, thank you. Um, all right, guys. Well, tomorrow I think we're gonna play Balderdash. And, and I have a, I think I have a version of it. It's called. I've um, got Wordnik. 
Yes. So I yeah, I think um we'll we'll figure it out. We'll play that tomorrow, so tune in for that. And then Thursday, Taylor's got something, and then Friday, don't forget, we have our panel of surprise <gasps> guests. Yes, very exciting. <gasps> All right, don't really? forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Follow us on all of our official um, handles and our social media, is what I meant. <laughs> and um, you can now find us on TuneIn and iTunes. Okay, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Yep. So, bye. Bye. All right, serving a few people. How many of you listen from Branson, Missouri? Okay, good night. <laughs>